Welcome to Freedom Junkie Radio, where we bring you things based on truth and freedom and fearlessness, and where the idea is that you increase your freedom levels, whatever that looks like. Today, I have Ariel Rose with us. I found her on Telegram, and the way that she sees things and can describe things interested me so much. She has questioned everything conventional in her entire life while always looking toward creative solutions that support a better way of existing in harmony with all life on earth. In 2012, she had a radical shift in perspective in regards to empowerment and human sovereignty and realized that everything we experience is by our design. As a heart-led, intuitive empath, Ariel has a clear grasp of the big picture and brings about a refreshing perspective that honors the journey down the rabbit holes while offering unexpected possibilities that can paint a picture of how to transcend the truther's journey. Welcome, Ariel. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, so what we don't know each other. And so this is going to be a lot of fun. And what I have recognized in following you on Telegram is that you come at truth and freedom from a perspective that is certainly not mainstream. You come at it from a spiritual perspective. And many of us see our loss of liberty as a reason to stand up and fight to end tyranny. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that you see it from a very different perspective that we are truly embarking on a new earth. And I want to start with that concept. Um, normally on this show, I like to stay within the realm of the factual, the provable. However, truth be told, my most powerful experiences have been unquantifiable and mystical in nature. For instance, I have experienced miracles. So I know the unseen can be truth. In fact, I know how little we actually see with our eyes. So here we go into the realm of that which we cannot prove, that which we must intuit. And Ariel, I welcome you again to the show. Uh, for people not familiar with the term new earth, I want to start with that concept. What is it people are talking about when they say new earth? Ooh, what are people talking about? Hmm. Well, um, what I'm talking, I don't, I mean, I don't know what other people are talking about, but for me, it's a term that I started hearing maybe five or six years ago and it just landed, it landed right in the heart. And it was like, oh yes, that's, that's what it is. That's what I've been trying to put a pin on. Um, and for me, the term is about, oh, it's, what is it about? It's about, well, it's about a new way of ex existence. The, the old earth to me has felt like, since I can remember a, kind of a, I don't know, a dinosaur. It's, it's, it fe it's felt, you know, old and crusty and, you know, no longer serving. It's felt like enslavement. It's felt like all these things that we hear in the truth community, um, you know, traps and bondage and all of that sort of thing. But it's, um, you know, the new earth is the opposite of that. It's, it's you know, it's heart-centered. And I would say that the new earth, more than anything, it's about, it's about, it's about the heart, but it's about the intuitive brain. It's about, you know, as opposed to, you know, being structured and full of rules and, you know, this timeline where, you know, you go to school and then you get onto the conveyor belt and you do the rat race and all of these things that we've been trained as desirable in order to be successful in life. It's more about, you know, leaning into creativity and leaning into, um, you know, I mean, it, it could be something as simple as, you know, just learning to be present, um, you know, being very, 
you know, in your breath, in your heart, knowing, you know, the, the feeling of the wind on the skin, this sort of thing. And so the new earth is going to come through that. And it's going to, I mean, from what I can see and what I've already seen is that when I go out and I'm in, you know, cause I, I slip in and out of the zone of being in the new earth, but when I'm in the zone of the new earth, I'll go out and I'll, you know, I'll walk my dog to the park. I won't see a single person with a mask. I will, you know, and I'm in California where people are really, they're laying to their double, triple masks and, you know, they, they go way around to give you the space. So I'll see people without masks. Um, I might, you know, find, you know, treasures on the ground, something that I was like, you know, I mean, I found, you know, huge amounts of money or like, just like funny things like that, you know, or you bump into somebody who you hadn't seen in forever. And that person is having like right on page with you. And so there's synchronicity like crazy. Um, so those synchronicities uh, in the new earth are going to lead towards people being, you know, more inspired towards, you know, action in a way that is, you know, opening up, you know, you know, community-centered living, people-centered living, instead of structure-centered living, which is what the old earth, the old earth is structure, the new earth is, is humanity. And it's, you know, so yeah, I mean, does that answer? <laughs> yeah, no, so we're going to be going there. We're going to go deep okay. today. I know it. Okay. And so what was it that happened in 2012 that gave you a radical shift of your perspective? Uh, there was a few things. Um, well, 2012, uh, let's see, I'd been I'd been kind of dabbling in meditation and, and learning more about my own, you know, inner journey at that point. And um, there was a local 5D awareness group that was starting in someone's living room. And, uh, and so I went because I was, you know, that that was a phrase that excited me. <laughs> so, so I went and um, let's see, I was start I was starting to play with this concept of as above so below. So as above, so below for me was, um, you know, it's saying that like whatever's happening in our world, whatever we see in our world is a direct reflection of what's going on internally. But then I was also coming across awareness of things like chemtrails, awareness of, you know, I, I think I just started tapping into the, the, the SRA or the, you know, trafficking and, and uh, you know, the elite habits. For people who don't know what SRA is, satanic, satanic, satanic ritual abuse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was just, and I, and I only tapped into it a tiny bit in that I knew it was, for, for me, the way that my intuition works is I don't need the details. I just, it hits me and I know. And so I had heard about it and it was like, oh, that, that absolutely makes sense as to why we're in this enslavement matrix. And so then the question emerges when you come across these things of, okay, well, they're putting chemtrails on us and we know that it, you know, it's got these poisons in it. We've got these elite that are doing this you know, horror to the young. And so what is, what, what is it in me that, that's creating this? If as above, so below, why, why are these things in my world? And so, you know, I started wrestling with that. And, um, you know, as I went along, it was like, you know, I started taking responsibility for it. And like, you know, there was a part of me that didn't want to look at it. And it was like my own shatter work. And, you know, and, and really, I didn't, I didn't look at it until this year closely, um, just because it was, it was it, like, I, I knew it was real, but it was too much to take in, um, in detail. And so, you know, that changed this year. But um, so, in, you know, in, in 2012, 
So there was that, and there was the chemtrails. The chemtrails I could take on, like the chemtrails that was like, you'd see them up in the sky that, you know, it was all a full, um, you know, it was full awareness and I can, I can do that. But the same question is why are we, why are we, uh, you know, getting these, why are they, you know, wh why are they doing this? And I was also learning that they can, they release canisters because I'm in a very foggy zone in the mornings. We're not far from the ocean. So I was hearing that they can release canisters that, um, you know, put the same toxins into the air through the fog and so that they don't need the chemtrails. So then I was going, well, why do we have these? Why do we have this? If as above, so below, like, what is it? I'm murky, like that my sky, my inner sky is clouded and toxic is what I came up with. So through, um, I did some, some shamanic training classes and I learned that they can take a, they can take a bowl of, um, you know, just like pure water, like distilled water, and they can put a little petroleum in it and you can sit in the room with it. And if you have a bunch of people meditating on like visualizing that they are the bowl of water and then clearing themselves of the toxic energy, they can test the water and the water becomes clear of the petroleum. That's fascinating. So, yeah, yeah. So then I decided, so then I started hearing about, um, you know, I'd, I'd heard stories of people that were had telekinesis and that, you know, they'd, they'd, um, you know, break things or, you know, if they got angry or they were, and they were figuring that out. And I heard this concept that the, um, that the wind is connected to human consciousness. So, so then I, um, so then I decided to start playing with moving the chemtrails myself. Um, and I did, and I learned how to do that. But in that process, you know, I realized, okay, so what, so if we can move them, they can poison us through the fog that, you know, then why are they doing this? And I just kept asking, like, why would they need to do it in the sky? If they're really trying to be secretive about it, they would do it through the fog. So what is going on here? And finally, I got to the, the, the conclusion that they're doing it because it's visual. We see it and it puts us into fear and we believe that they have some power over us when they're spraying in the skies. And so I got to the point where I realized it didn't matter what they put in the skies, they could have put vapor in the skies and it was, it was causing so much horror in the people that that was the, that and that was what they needed. They needed us to be in fear. They needed us to be in, uh, in you know, out of like disempowered by what was happening. So that was that was essentially that was a huge opening um, for me. That realization of of that it didn't matter exactly what we were, what they do. What mattered was that they could project an air of power over or control. And you know, it's exactly what they're doing with this whole you know pandemic thing is it's all am I allowed to say that is that okay yeah, yeah. say anything you okay. want to. Okay. I'm already know. realizing I'm already realizing that I probably won't put this this interview on YouTube I'll just skip it go to BitChute and rumble okay because, yeah because we're going to say things that that YouTube will um take down anyway so okay. because okay. censorship is it's almost like we're okay with it everybody's like oh yeah that got censored off of YouTube yeah Facebook won't let you say that Right. Like when did that become okay in America? This is that's wild. We're, we're being conditioned to be okay with it. Right, right, right. Well, so right. the the um so the chemtrails and stuff like that kind of woke you up to to recognizing that there was um, things going on that we we don't necessarily control, except 
that we do in our own consciousness and our own sovereignty. I've heard you um, talk about sovereignty. And um, so in fact, speaking of sovereignty, I, I want to read something you wrote because this is really, I want, and we can come back to, to all of this. This is so fascinating. I don't know if you even finished what you were going to say, because I asked you um, what happened in 2012 and you were, you were going there. Go ahead, finish what you were saying. Okay. Okay. Um, Yes. So essentially the awareness that the power over was the biggest, the, the biggest hold in enslavement. So so I'm talking about spiritual enslavement as opposed to physical, mm. you know, third dimensional enslavement. Spiritual enslavement is I, it doesn't matter like what the world around me does. I feel trapped. I feel, you know, stuck in my situation. I can't do anything without permission X, Y, and Z. And that, that Kim Charles held that purpose for us. Wow. Um, but essentially what happened was um, I had this awareness. I brought it to the 5D group. And I just, I just shared, like, I, you know, I figured out that the chemtrails are more a mental game than they are a physical game. They have far more power over us mentally than anything else. And I also figured out how to, how to clear them, by the way, you know, and I was, cause you know, we, I was just like, you know, expressing my things that I'd been experiencing. And um, after the talk, there was a, a guy that came up to me who, you know, he had the side of his car painted about chemtrails. He was passing out flyers. He was really, really into the chemtrail thing. And he, um, he came to me and just told me, you know, when we talked for like a half hour and he was really lit up by this concept that it was like a mental trap. And he was like, I, I like my whole life, I like, I'm, this is all I do. And you're like, kind of took it away from me, you know? <laughs> And, but he was really, he was grateful. His heart was super expanded. He was really happy about the situation. And then um, we talked, connected. And then um, three days later, we got a message from the group that he had passed very suddenly. And, um, and he, he had uh, been in the park and he just had a massive heart attack and, and he passed. And so we, I went to, you know, a little memorial kind of thing for him and in the memorial um you know I mean it was just with the group but you know the the a person who was really close to him came up to me and said you know I, I saw him the day before and all he was talking about was this awakening that he had through this information this freedom that you gave him um by you know sharing this insight and you know and so I, I always sat with that like so that was that was a big shift in perspective like it felt like it was you know, it was his journey. That was, you know, that was where his journey needed to end, but it was, it was, it was point, it was accentuated, you know, it was brought, you know, someone came to me and told me about it. So all of these things, so the synchronicities of like, okay, so, so spirit wants me to understand something here. Like there was something useful in that. And um, yeah, so, and, you know, and, and I didn't quite understand that until this year, like this year, it was like, in hindsight, I'm like, oh my God, that was brought in to my awareness because that concept is is 100% essential for what's happening on earth right now like grasping what happened with him and the awareness around that and the awareness around that it's a mental game is we, everything we don't know what's true we, we we truth is true but we don't know when when things are told to us to be true or whatever we don't know it's only what's within yeah. Everyone has to go within and, and be completely sovereign, completely fearless, 
live right. bravely and, and truthfully. Yes. And you recognized yeah. that through the, the chemtrails. Okay. Yeah. What else? <laughs> what else? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was it. it. I mean, that was a huge awakening. Um, I mean, just seeing, you know, when, when some, when, when somebody dies, it's like, it, it, it puts a, it puts a mark on it. You know, it's like, it's like, it doesn't just, you know, it just, it felt like there was something, I mean, that he, he died of a heart attack after he was mm -hmm. like having this heart expansive after this heart awareness, this, you know, this freedom that he received from these ideas that, you know, came through. And so that, and, that, and so that in itself, so it, you know, that was, that was a big, that was a big one. Um, and I don't know if I can transmit that that uh, concept completely, but I, I feel like I like that's kind of what I do in my in my Telegram channel. There's a, like a lot of the, you know, that it's that it's just about it's it's the you know it's a mental game. It's just about the heart. Come back to the heart. You know, it's all within. Like all of that stuff that I say over and over in in there is all you know from that transmission that happened back then that maybe didn't feel as useful back then like it felt strange back then it but it did it did it like made an impact on me but you know it wasn't until this year that it was like oh that's the message that needs to be said again and again and again and again I don't know if that comes across well there's so much fear our entire world is gripped and not and a lot of people have transcended it Right. And are not in a place of fear. And it's kind of a beautiful thing, I think, that it's been a gift because it's been pushed on us so hard that people had to wake up. Yeah. And say, I'm not yeah. going to fall for this. Um, right. So, so you've mentioned the tr truther and the truther movement. I'm aware of yeah. that. But some people aren't and don't know what that is. And they may even be a part of it and not know what it is. Give us a little bit of an explanation of what you mean by that. Oh, um, well, I mean, I would say that the truth emerge movement is, you know, ba basically coming from all the people who are aware of something that's happening that's different than what's available out in, you know, the mainstream news and, and you know, in popular culture. And so the truth movement is just, you know, the it's, it's, it's about digging for information and like piecing it together yourself. Um, finding out what, you know, what's real, um, asking lots of questions, you know, to me, to me, the truth movement is a question like, what is the truth? What is the truth? What is the truth? And asking that again and again and again until, you know, you finally come to the place where, you know, something makes sense. And for me, the truth movement is full of, it's full of ahas. It's full of like, you know, things that like maybe you didn't have time to ask questions of before, but they, it's like, aha, this is, you know, this is, this is, that that's linked to that. And I was so surprised that that's linked to that, but that there's that. And now I see it all coming together. So it's, it's just, a, it's like, you know, kind of like fireworks going off. It's like, yeah. and I think you can come to the conclusion that it's pretty much all been lies that everything right. we've been told, everything we've been taught, then you start to question everything. Well, okay. Right. Even what in history, what is, is, has been told to us that's incorrect. So those, those just people opening their mind to that is wonderful. Questioning everything. Yeah. 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 So that brings me to um, your posts include communications from beings that are in from other realms. And I personally have trouble with them, um, not because they can't be true. Yeah. Because anything in the realm of possibility, anything is in the realm of possibilities, and I'm open. 
have trouble with them because these entities don't communicate with me. So I have to take someone's word for it. And that's not something I'm good at. I question everything. So when I see these, you know, the Pleiadians talk to somebody or whatever, and they're saying this and they're here and all, I've gone out on a beautiful night and said, I'm here, you can talk to me. And I've gotten into a deep space and, and they don't. So I have to, you know, and I'm open to it. I'm totally open to it. But so tell us a little bit about that, where your, what your take is, because this is, you know, this is other realms. It's not, um, oh, and I also realized that a lot of what we've been told, like our ETs that would be from another planet, which would make sense because the universe goes on forever and there's a lot of planets out there, but that really it's interdimensional beings that, and that makes perfect sense to me because our eyes and our ears only hear and see on a spectrum. We see very little and we hear very little of what is actually possible outside of those spectrums. So I recognize that there could be other dimensional beings. And I have, I'm 100% sure that there is something I call my guardian angel or angels that have stepped in my physical world and, and saved me in particular moments in my life where I should have gotten smushed and I didn't, and I don't know how I didn't. Um, so what just tell us a little bit or a lot about that. It okay. I love the question. Um, you know, I, I, so I, I don't experience or have hope for like the galactic federation the way a lot of people do. Um, like you see people posting about that and there's all this controversy about whether and that's cabal controlled or, you know, that sort of thing. And none of that really, um, it doesn't really matter to me. It's kind of near, neither here nor there. Um, so my experience with other dimensional beings is through, it's through meditation. Um, you know, I remember, I don't know, maybe, maybe 12, maybe more years ago, um, listening to an Art Bell, you know, late night show and like somebody was on that was like, you know, a positive ET and the message was like, just listen to your heart, just listen to your heart. And I remember like all of a sudden, and this was totally out of character. I haven't done it since, had not done it before, but I went to sleep that night. I woke up in the middle of the night and like walked straight outside and looked straight up in the sky. And there was a huge, huge, huge star maybe in the sky. Maybe it was a planet. Maybe it was a ship. I don't know what it was, but then the awareness that came over me was it's all okay. Just stay in your heart. And that was it. And there, and there were words, they were words that I could attribute to my own thinking, my own heart, my own being, or, but it would, but it, they were so clear and pointed. It wasn't like I'd been thinking, thinking, thinking. It was like, that was the awareness that came when I was suddenly in the middle of the night called to go outside. And so did I receive a message from something that was, you know, non-terrestrial? Did I, did I just make something up? Like, so in, if we're looking at it from, you know, structured society, yes, I just made it up. I mean, anybody could do that anytime day, you can go to the ocean and, you know, or was there something more to it? And so, you know, you're talking, oh, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say, did, so Art Bell was interviewing an ET? Something like that. It's been so long, but yeah, I think so. Uh, an ET. I want to interview an ET. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that, the, I mean, so. I mean, there's, there's so many different ways to look at it. So as far as, what was your original question? The original question essentially. Is this, 
interdimensional um, experiences that that I've seen mentioned on your channel and on lots of other channels, like like Pleiadians coming and and communicating with people. Like you said, the um, Galactic Federation. I see. I I've heard a lot about that, but I I'm just curious if you could just give us a little bit more information about that because I can't. I can't give people that information. You know, so it's about the resonance. So for me, like all of that Pleiadian, you know, all those different things, it's not about whether or not they're here or they're not. I do believe that they walk among us. I think that, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I had one woman who in the 60s, one of her friends said she made love with a, um, somebody without a belly button. So who knows, could be a clone. I mean, you know, this was in the 60s, um, but you know what I mean? Like that's the 60s free love, everything yeah. goes. But, but you know, like everybody's gotta have a belly button. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, so I do believe, and I've also heard the stories of, um, you know, paradise and that those people, there was a lot of, um, you know, off-worlders that lived in paradise when it burned in California. Um, so you know and that was part of like it was an intended burn because they wanted to you know kind of do damage to that colony of people oh, so i do that believe... was one of the one of the wildfires in california yeah 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 one of the big wildfires um so you know i mean i i do believe that they're around us but i'm I, to me it's like it's it's neither here nor there it doesn't matter because what's important is the energy signature and the information so when i share like stuff from the pleiadians it's not because it's pleiadian it's because the information resonated and uh, you know and, and i i I think we can get caught up in that in the in the you know truth community where we're we're talking about you know it's it's like well that person is bad and you know and it's like doesn't matter like that the like look at the information right. you miss the information and so that's so that's what this is about okay. I I like that because I think there's a lot of people who are very interested in the information but as soon as you start saying Pleiadians Galactic Federation Arcturians they change the channel. Because right. that is, they're like, okay, you just lost me. Right. And I, and I don't want to, I don't want to lose those people. Those are intelligent, brilliant people who are free thinking and, you know, they're just, and so I think that what you just said, that if the information resonates with us, it doesn't really matter where it came from. And if those are truly uh, benevolent beings who are here to help usher in the new earth and help humanity to survive and to grow into a place of love, um, they don't care whether we know where it came from or not, or whether we believe yeah. that they're here. And, and the truth is, is that when we resonate with information, it's because it's something we already know from within. And so that's, I mean, that's what I'm trying to do with my channel is put stuff up that read, like it, it sparks me. And so I'm hoping that it sparks other people because there's so much chatter that there is a need to like, you know, there's a, there's a need to kind of like provide an alternative to, you know, I think we get caught, I think in the truther community, we get really caught in personalities and, you know, trying to figure out who's cabal and like, you know, you know, we, everybody wants to be kind of stuck. We want to put everybody in a box of either the good or evil, you know, yesterday Ivanka Trump got a, got a, a vaccine does that mean that she's evil like you know like, like people everyone's going through all these different things it doesn't matter like you know it, it like not everything has to be that kind of that kind of meaning well uh, you know it's, it's interesting because we are all called upon to be sovereign to love ourselves to heal ourselves to start with ourselves in our own little corner and yeah. but at the same time we're also called to 
create the web of intention between all of us and come together and find each other. And that's one of the beautiful things that's happening right now. And so because you mentioned your, your telegram channel, which is how I found you, I want to read um, one of the posts you made because I think it's quite poignant and it covers a lot of stuff and I think would give people an idea as to more of even what you're about and what, what you've come across. So here, I'm going to read this. As we remember what sovereignty is, it's important mm -hmm. to realize that consciousness is everything and how we got to where we are and how we will get to where we're headed. Headed. Remember that the CIA via Project Mockingbird has infiltrated the truth community as well as Hollywood. Not everything we come across is true. Well, we know that. Those who would like to be in control had plans we have heard over the years that were meant to enslave us by penetrating our consciousness with fear. Did they control the weather? Likely, yes. Did they poison the masses in varying ways, including farm practices and tech? Yes, and I would say pharma and other things as well. Would they like to enslave us with nanotechnology via vaccines and heavy metals? They would love that. Would they like to turn us into some sort of transhuman AI? Absolutely, which is exactly why they've been uh, projecting that idea onto our consciousness via both Hollywood and the truth community for years. But worse than everything they have planned and in some instances started to implement as the, as the impact they have had on the consciousness of humans, oh, is the impact they have had on the consciousness of humans who believe in the power these dark ones project. They know the power of our minds and will use us to create their vision as long as we allow them to. They would, love, they would have loved to catalog us, cull us, enslave us, trap us, breed us, and worse, you name it. But what most of us are not quite realizing is that they already did that. This is what awakening is about. Now we break free. We recognize ourselves as divine co-creators. Yes, I keep wanting to jump in and say my own thing and then I'm not reading what you wrote, but we've, been, we've totally been mind controlled. I mean, anyone can look up Operation Mockingbird. We, anything you watched on the TV from the 1960s forward was mind control, um, almost mm -hmm. all of it. And so now we are waking up and we are breaking free. So many people are knowing this. And we, so now we break free. We recognize ourselves as divine co-creators. Mm. We begin to feel into and embody sovereignty. We cut ties to fear and control agendas that are masquerading as news or truth. We acknowledge that they have had their way for ages and now it's done. The reason it's done is because we have shown a light on it and darkness cannot survive in the light. What we need to realize now is that what was true 10 years ago is no longer true. Timelines have shifted and we are answering our own prayers by creating the world we want to live in. It starts with an idea of a better way, but we have to make space in our psyche. When we decide to turn off the fear and let go of all information that generates fear, we will taste liberation. When we choose to look toward possibility and solutions that are outside of the box, we begin to understand sovereignty. We get to decide if we throw out everything we used to know or if we hold on to our old beliefs. The power is within us. It stops only when we decide it stops and not a moment before. Realizing that the new earth needs us to engage with a beginner's mind and a child's curiosity is something not everyone will do at the start, especially those who have considered ourselves experts and educators over the years. We have all gathered proofs as to why fear is the best option and why we must trust one truther and not another. We have arsenals of information that will prove to anyone why the world is doomed. I do. I have lots of arsenals of that kind of information. But what most of us still need is to realize that all that proof is in the past. 
The plans that they tried failed. Light and love have won. And the only thing that is missing is that the people who have been leading the charge have not thought to look up to see that the new earth is already here. What we are watching is the decaying crusted shell of the old world falling away, dissolving into dust. We are called now to move through this transition with open minds and hearts. In order to be able to see this birthing, we must set aside what we know to create space for curiosity about what is. What we will finally see is that things are different, but better than expected. This is the new earth that continues to rise from within. So I had to print that and read that. And I think people might go back and listen to it again. Um, so the fear thing, I, I, my fear, and I, and I, and I know I have to let go of fear. I know it, but my fear is that our freedoms are so trampled as Americans. I'm a big constitutionalist and I, 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 I can start crying over it. And I'm, I'm going to have a constitutionalist on here in a few weeks to talk to us about how important those documents are and that our freedoms, that we, we don't even see how they're being crushed because it's so slowly happening. But why did our founders stand up in the first place? It was because of tyranny and they wanted their sovereignty. So I can easily go into a place of fear and fighting back. And you were just addressing that, that then I've lost. If I So how yeah. would you help me when I go into that place? What would I do? Well, I mean, it, I think it's it's reasonable to go there from time to time. You know, you don't want to forget what's happening on those levels, but at the same time, you, you know, I used to I used to be like a, a pretty I was a big activist. Um, you know, 10, 12 years ago, um, and I stopped because I realized that I was engaging at the level that they wanted us to engage in they set the rules for the game. And so, you know, claiming sovereignty and owning the constitution on a soul level does not mean that you have to be, you know, fighting these people on in, in the way that, you know, in the courts that they created or that, and I know that the common law courts are emerging and I know that, you know, all of that's happening. And so, but that, that it's like, you know, that's where the split is, is it's like, you know, sticking with like the constitution is a high vibrational document. You know, that's, that's a definitely a new earth document that was planted. And I don't know if it was planted before it was first created, like it might have further back history. Maybe you know more about that. Um, but energetically that that's the, that's the seed. That was the seed of the new earth, you know, and that's, what's meant to, to, to be all over the entire planet. I'm getting chills. I'm thinking about it, but, 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 you know, so so that in itself, but so, I mean, I, I would just say that there's something about like, you know, it's like bypassing the system, like, you know, to heck with the system. Like I, I have this vision in, in my town at some point of like just creating a new city council and, you know, finding our own, like, like you guys can have your city council, you know, like we're not going to bring our concerns to you. We're going to, we're going to, you know, figure out ways to finance our own projects that are going to do our own city council. So we don't need to be living, we don't need your jurisdiction. And I think that the constitution lives in that. So I don't, I don't know if that helps, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting question because we do want to, we want to be aware of it. You were talking about how the constitution is a high vibrational document. 
Yeah. And that we that we're here to to implement that type of freedom all over the world. And what it means is we all have to stand up and we need to wake people up. Those yeah. of us who you and I a year ago weren't doing this. We weren't yeah. putting our faces and our voices out there behind this important time. It, obviously, it's it's gotten even more important. I'm feeling a sense of urgency about waking mm -hmm. the masses up. Mm -hmm. So what is it we can do? I mean, I'm doing this and I'm hoping that it reaches people. So the people that this does reach, uh, for instance, you can take off your mask. That's a great way to reach people and smile. Right. Because those of us who are awake know, first of all, that if you look at true studies that have been done on masks, and face coverings, because that, that can range from, um, you know, so many, it's not infinite, but it's close to many different types of face coverings you can have from a bandana to whatever, that um, mask wearing actually causes the spread of virus more than it, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. d disrupts it. And so um, we know that there's no reason to to, well, what we know is that they're asking us to wear these masks, they're requiring it um, simply as a method of control and to see how controlled we will be. And mm -hmm. we are not meant to be controlled. We are meant mm -hmm. to control the government. We're there to put right. it in place, to tell it what it needs to do, which is basically keep us safe and, and, and keep our, our borders protected, right. which it's not doing. And it's not there to tell us we need to do anything medically. And the idea, so this, this idea that by wearing a mask and complying, when you go in and think, oh, someone's going to get mad at me if I don't wear a mask. Well, when they say you have to wear a mask to come in here in six months or a year, it's going to be, well, you have to be vaccinated to get in here. Mm -hmm. And then in six months or a year after that, it's going to be, you have to have a chip to come and get in here. And it's yeah. this slow, we're, we're a complying and by right. not complying and walking in, and that's what I, uh, a wonderful man named Rocco Bruno, I'm going to have him on the show. He was really driving this home. My family's been playing with this all year. Some days we're feeling really brave and we'll walk around without masks on and deal with it and confront people. And some days we're like, I just really want to get through the airport and I'm just going to completely comply. Sometimes, you know, if a business says you have to wear a mask and you need that business, then you kind of have to. But yeah. if you don't really need that business, you can just take your business elsewhere. Right. Um, using cash is another one. We need to use cash as a group. Um, mm -hmm. But making the conscious decision right now that everywhere you go, you are not going to wear a mask. Now, I know it's probably harder in California. In Texas, we don't have a mandate anymore. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how many people, 95% of people are still walking around with masks on and looking at you funny if you don't have one on. And so you smile and you say hello. And uh, that just the energy of that empowers others to go, huh? And at least to plant a seed. So what else can we do to wake people up to the fact that it's a lot of lies out there mm -hmm. and that we need to be sovereign and not be in fear and all that? What, what other ideas do you have? I, I just I, like I started going out to the farm market um, and it's funny, actually, our farm market here, it's 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 a very liberal town, but there's there are people that are pretty woke or waking up. I don't know. They're not liberal woke, but, you know, they're waking up and that 
So the, the farm market uh, lady got tired of people not having masks. So she actually created like a corner of the farm market where she tapes it off every week. And like all these people are over there drumming and like hanging out and, and sharing information. But I, I started going out there with my, I started going out with a chalkboard that says, you know, let's talk about the new earth. And I have, I'm mask free. I made um, a detox bath salts um, for free just to give out to people. So I decided that I'm just going to, this is a way for me to give, and then I can talk to them. Like, why would you need detox bath salts right now? Well, you know, a lot of people have taken the jab and you know what the jab is about. So it's, it's like, I'm there to be generous and I'm, I'm there to create conversations. Um, and then people come around and they're like, Oh, and then, and you know, I, I mean, I had like one woman that was telling me that she, she'd taken the jab and it was hard for her to decide. And her son was concerned that it was, you know, untested and all this. And, um, and, you know, and, and I felt like just looking at her and I, you know, it's like just looking at her and going, oh, so do you feel safer than you did then, <laughs> you know, like was kind of my response to her, but it was like, I was still kind and I was still giving her the bath salts and like, well, oh, you will, if you took the jab, you definitely need these. Let me get an extra dose for you. You know, let me get you a big bag. You should do two or three baths, you know, <laughs> like, you know, you're going to need that. So it, it I mean, it's not everything, but it starts planting the seed. And I do feel like embodying, like there is something about, so what does it mean to embody the new earth? It means being comfortable in my own skin in the face of the chaos and the duality that's out there. So, you know, being without the mask, you know, and I do, I mean, I, you know, I've felt like I've even gone through that, like in my own inner circle of like, you know, like standing and holding and, you know, now it's been a year of holding, holding this light, holding this beacon where people were not so sure you know, and now they're like, oh, maybe we should, maybe we should like, yeah, maybe we should hold off on that. Or, you know, like they're not quite fully in, you know, down the rabbit holes, but they're, but they're questioning and they're saying, oh yeah, no, that does make sense. Oh, you mean like Johnson and Johnson, like recalled their, yeah. Oh, that, you know, that's kind of what you were saying, isn't it? Like, you know, like. So you are actually going out in the public to your farmer's market and sitting there with a chalkboard. That's. Yeah huge. I mean, you're really going out. Most people aren't doing that. No. Well, I mean, and it, it does take, it's, there's, it's the energy strong right now. I mean, there's a strong polarity. So it's, it's, you know, I, I don't think I can do it every week. I've gone a few times and I was, you know, you kind of get blasted by, you know, there's judgment and there's different, but, but it's interesting because you see people that, you know, and then there, and you haven't seen them in a year, you know, cause they were the people that used to pass all the time. And now, you know, and they're like, you know, totally masked up. And like, you know, I had one guy that, that wanted to start, he wanted, it was interesting. He, he wanted to ask me questions from something that happened like 12 years ago. And he wanted to, he's a, he's a journalist and, but you know, very on the left side of things. I think he shows up on MSNBC once in a while and, but he wanted, he wanted something from me and he kept like taking his mask down. Cause I couldn't hear him. And then he'd like, and he was like worried about the six feet, but then, like, you know, and it was like, and I was just like, and I just like stayed, I was like, it's okay for you to come into my, you know, six feet and you don't have to have the mask on. And then he was, and it was like so nervous about it. And I think just interacting in that way of being comfortable with, you know, them where they're at, loving them where they're at and not being, and not, if, you know, we, one thing is really big is not being as terrified. You know, I was I, like, I, I have spent this year some time being really terrified for them. Like, you know, what's happening. And I think moving out of that and like, just being like, no, this is just the, you know, like we were part of the first wave. We were part of the first wave of awakening where we were meant to go ahead on the dark path and hold a light so people could see it. 
So it's not, it, we're not, you know, it, it, it wouldn't make sense if all the other people also were with us holding the light because they need to come towards the light. They need to see, you know, and that, that's the piece that kind of helps me you have compassion for them and like less frustration and, you know, but, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I got, I got kicked out of the grocery store and did a little public service announcement on my way out. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And I think sometimes that's helpful. Like, you know, I felt like what am I'm getting kicked out. They're calling the police. Do I go out quietly or should I stop and make a scene? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to stop and make a scene. And, you know, and I, I think I'm upset many people, but there was probably one or two that heard me that were like, oh, that's interesting. Like, what was that? You know, so it was, it was what you call that. It, today's the good day. Today's the day, you know, like that, you know, Rosa Parks was like, nope, today's the day I'm not going to get up out of my seat on the bus. You know, right. today's the day that I'm going to, whatever, if they handcuff me. And I love that. That was, I, I got that from this constitutionalist that I went and heard speak the other night. Mm-hmm. And um, we all need to be willing to stand up right now because the people who hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions have died so that we would be free. I was thinking about this last night. All of us who live in America have at least a few ancestors, whether they were either either our great, great, great grandfathers or even our parents who came here so that we would be free. And now we've had it so easy and we're so free that we're just like, oh, we'll do, we'll, we'll comply. We've learned to be good little robots in school and do what we're told. And that isn't being free. And so there's so many things that separate people who would consider themselves truthers and that they've woken up to this, these truths. Mm -hmm. so many things that separate us and it's even visible now by the mask you can see Mm -hmm. you know people who are wearing masks are still thinking they're still watching their tv Mm -hmm. and those of us who aren't wearing masks are like tv like decades ago won't watch it and I haven't been programmed I have my own thoughts and my own um, sources of information that aren't mainstream and so then the whole vaccine thing you know you talked about it I'm frightened for those people too. However, I, I have to believe that there's gotta be a way we can cleanse the body of that. It's, it's hard for me to, when I have someone I love, who's a really smart person who didn't think it through that this is entirely experimental. If they look at what happened to the ferrets that they were doing the experiments on, half of them died when they were exposed to the, you know, it's unbelievable to me that people would line up for this and then say, look, I got my, my COVID um, little card that says I'm good, but then they're still going to wear their mask. It, it, it's, it's crazy world out there. And it's hard for every human being to say I was wrong and teach me, but, but that's what's happening. Um, and that's what needs to happen more. I love everybody and I want everybody to be sovereign and free, every yeah. single human being. And yeah. so, and then for them to hate me, you know, yeah. there's going to be, know. yeah. And, and that's not what I feel towards them at all. So I, yeah, I think the, the, the idea is to wake people up and, you know, if it's, going out in public. I mean, I think it's great. I wish someone had recorded whatever you said in the grocery store as you were walking out. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I think there, there's something to that. It's just about having courage in the moment. And, and I think doing, doing your own work, you know, and doing your own, you know, getting your own energy up and your own cleansing and your own, because that, that radiates, you know, like going through your own process and your own, you know, clearing up your baggage and that sort of stuff, because then you're prepared for those situations. I mean, I was shaking in the grocery mm-hmm. store. I was yeah. shaking. I don't think I remember having that much adrenaline running through my body. Um, but it was, you know, you know, I, yeah, do the work, (laughs) do the work so that you can do that and not be governed by fear. And so I have a question for you in, in California, have you come across a community have, so what's been happening to me? And I want to know if this has been happening to you is that there are people who want nothing to do with me anymore. Uh, We used to be a a really cohesive homeschool group here in the Austin area And there are people who don't respond to my texts anymore about getting together. I think they know that we wouldn't wear masks and um, that makes me some other type of person that they don't want to be around anymore. Um, But as that has happened, as those people have fallen out of my life and my children's lives and in our lives, we have developed this whole new group of people who've bubbled to the surface who are maskless, fearless recognizing the the lies that are going on open-hearted loving good people who are trying to create a new community where we're going to grow our own food and we're going to be sovereign and i'm meeting literally dozens of them a week right now and i wouldn't have met them otherwise so this whole beautiful disease that's you know and and i want to say that metaphorically that's in going, coming over people right now has created a a healing movement. And I'm wondering if you're finding that in California. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, uh, you know, it's taken a while, I, but the past month or so, um, it's definitely like I went to a ladies tea recently, which was really fun. And everybody there was totally maskless. And, you know, it, 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 I mean, that's the new earth. That's how the new earth is going to emerge is through those gatherings. Um, you know, last, last weekend, there was another one I went to, um, they're not, they're a little farther from my house. Um, so I'm looking for that around here. What I'm finding is that the people that are gathering more locally, um, I did do a couple of events in the fall, I found that it was like, it was about anger and fear. They were gathering because they like, we were going to be underwater soon. And, you know, like, this is the, this is the end and we have to prepare for the end, which, you know, intuitively I, I, it's like, I I have like my, my garage, I got the prep, like I'm totally prepped. I'm, you know, and I'm prepared for my neighborhood. That's not prepped. So I'm like, I've got enough to share. Like that's, that was my take, you know, I did that. But then it's like when I go, because I always go back to the intuition and I always go back to like what's real here. And it's like, no, I like, yeah, some areas like I like I, you know, like Austin got hit. You got hit with the the cold snap. And, you know, we have been hit here by the fires several times. And so there's awareness that it's going to happen. Um, but no, it, it, it you know, I, I don't get that it's going to be widespread and destitution the way that that fear. And so, I, so, so that's a little tricky thing that that's one of the things I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to find the people that are, are moving towards creation energy instead of fear energy. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, are you familiar with Imani Mamalushin? Yeah. Yeah. And, and her new earth project. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I managed to come across that incredible group of people. It was really accidentally and which is how this all happens. Mm -hmm. And I, she's doing amazing things right now when she travels somewhere, 
the people that she's attracted, mm-hmm. they find they'll have a little potluck. So it's like yeah. she came to the Austin area and we had a potluck and there were 40 people and they all walked in the door. No one had a mask. Mm-hmm. Everyone already knew the same things. So we didn't have to bring anyone up. We knew that the vaccination is is it's not even a vaccination at all. It, that's not what it is. And, and that none of us would take it. And it was, we hugged everyone. It felt like a homecoming and then she leaves, but we've all gathered. And so I think that kind of thing, like that was a, a huge um, eye opener for me. There's also another group here called know your rights group. We met the other night. So I think if you start having gatherings like that and people from all ages, I mean, people yeah. who are in their 20s and all the way to people who are in their 80s. Mm-hmm. And it's such a big, deep breath of relief when you walk in and you are getting to share the biome of people again. That's so important. We need each other's germs. People yeah. have forgotten that. Yeah. And we are healthy because we're vibrating at a higher level. We're yeah. eating healthy foods and we're getting sunshine. And we're smiling yeah. and we're happy and we're healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we're right. talking about exactly. solutions and getting together and, cre- and not, yeah. and I, so they had a constitutionalist come and talk and he was like, just take off your masks and do it consciously. Don't be like, cause that, and I needed to hear that because I'm one of those people who will not wear my mask for a few weeks. And then, but I go into Austin and I'm like, I'm going to just wear it so that I don't have to deal with people. Right. I'm not having that today. Today's not the day. (laughs) Today's the day I'm going to confirm. He's like, no, 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 no. Every time you wear that mask, you are becoming part of that, which is saying we comply and we'll comply with the next thing. And you're not teaching anyone anything. And he wants right. us to go talk to our sheriffs and be like, hey, y'all right. took an oath to upload, uphold the constitution. Are you going to do it? Right. right. And then shake their hand. And right. so there yeah. are things that's important. And we're going to be talking about that. Right. Um, Good. Well, I definitely will keep my eyes out for that because that's why I, I did send letters right at the beginning to like, so I sent cease and desist to everybody, you know, like right away. And I feel like now, like, well, cause now the kids are getting invited back to school and, and, you know, they're teenagers. So I don't get to completely make the decision single-handedly and, and the, um, you know, the, I could see in the wording that the, that they're, you know, they're saying testing's available every week as an option. And, you know, like, so it, it, like they're making sure that the wording is really clear that it's, what's, what do you mean? What cease and desist did you send? Um, well, violation of human rights. Um, oh God, I, I mean, I don't, I you really sent, sent, you sent a cease and desist to whom about what? I sent, um, to the school who was, you know, like I, I, I sent them to the school, to the uh, county board member, um, to the sheriff, to anybody that wanted to, like they wanted, cause they had our parks roped off we couldn't go into the parks at the beginning we I mean we couldn't it was like you weren't even supposed to be out on so it was basically violation of human rights and basic you know I mean everything that we're talking about um, and they were just form letters but I filled them out with their names and you know edited them and signed them and sent them and you know they're they're not um I mean I don't I'm, I, I assume that if a handful of us did it then it's enough to you know if they're, if they're leaning that way, I mean, our sheriff is definitely taking heat right now. Like they're trying to come up with, you know, scandals to get him out of office and stuff. But so I think he's leaning towards constitution. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So he's leaning towards constitution, which means they want him out. Yeah, 
It's after. Oh, so y'all need to get behind him. Go shake his hand and tell him that you're, you know, if you took that, that oath to uphold our constitution, I am with you. And, and I want to hold you to that too. Right. Good way. You know, we're here. Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah. That's a good reminder. That is a big part of this. And you, you, yours is, is, so was it, did it, wasn't it, um, Eckhart Tolle? Didn't he write a book called the new earth? I never read it. Oh, I think he did. I don't think I read it either. (laughs) Okay. I think maybe we should read that book. Yeah, maybe. Um, Uh, because this new earth thing is emerging and it is a, it is where we own our sovereignty, I think, as individuals, and then we create our world. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, beautifully put. So the, and I love how you t- refer to light because the, we have to shine these lights in order to see the truth and to go into those dark places, like you said. Yeah. And so is there anything else that you would want to share with the world if you could? Hmm. What do I share with the world? Well, I think my biggest, my biggest thing that I want everybody to know who's holding the light, you know, who's, who's, you know, the lantern holders um, is really really to, you know, like we've gathered all the information, you know, and I think that, that thing that you read is really, um, you know, I, it feels to me like my heart song. Um, and I love that you shared it, but, um, did I pick a good one? Was that, was that, yeah, yeah. That does feel like my heart song right now. Um, but you know, really like we've gathered the information. So now that you have the information, set it aside and find your heart get creative, connect with people, you know, move out of, you know, fear and who's what and all of that stuff and just move towards your goal. Like if your goal is to create a new earth, then plant a seed, you know, start with a patch of dirt and go from there, you know, just little, it's like, you know, I had, a, I had a teacher at one point who talked about the nano, it was like a, a nano, everything, you know, you just do this tiny, tiny, tiny action. And if you, and then eventually they're strung together, but that's how we're going to build the new earth. It's not going to come from the outside. It's not going to come from someone's big idea. You know, it, like Imani and all of these people, they're just planting seeds. They're just igniting fires because, you know, nothing's going to happen with one person. And so all of us, you know, just we'll all start to string together and like these groups that you're talking about are forming and we're all, you know, eventually we're going to be, we're going to be whole big, we'll be whole big groups and we'll, you know, then they'll be all over the place and everybody will be doing it. And, you know, and then, and then whatever they're doing out there, it's like, oh, we've got a new vaccine. I mean, we'll laugh it off, you know, like at some point that's going to happen, you know, all that stuff's going to be laughed off. So that's my message. My message is to, you know, find your joy find your joy and, and lean towards that because that's what, that's what the new earth is born out of. Amen. <laughs> well, I, I knew I was going to enjoy this conversation with you <laughs> and I want you to feel at home here. If you feel like there's another message you want to share, even if it's just a little shorty five, 10 minute thing, let me know because I'd love to have you back on. And you. you know, when you said the information is all here, mm-hmm what I think I know what you meant but what did you mean and where can people find it in their hearts I meant that um 
you know, we know everything already. There's nothing, there's no new information coming out. I mean, like details of so-and-so, this and that, doesn't matter. None of that matters. You know, like we, we know that we have people that want to impose control. We have people that are breaking free of control and we have people who are not quite sure yet. That's all the information that we need. And that we are, cre- that we create our outer reality. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, take some, so that's the sovereignty, take some responsibility for it. Like it's because our consciousness matches what's going on out there. That do makes- your, yeah. Do your healing work, get rid of yeah. your own demons. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it, when you up level and you get into your heart, you allow your heart to make your choices as opposed to your head, your heart will take, you know, it, it'll clear out all that and it won't, it, there, there's no heart resonance for matching a, a dark agenda. You know, there is not a single heart on earth. If a person can get into their heart, they will not match a dark agenda. The dark agenda will not come to their doorstep. You know, it might try, it might try to say, look, I'm here. It might try to shine and say, look, I'm in your face. I'm dark agenda, big and scary, but it's not going to, it's not going to be. And it's the fear that would allow it to come in. Exactly. And, and I think being fearless, fear, being fearless is really fun, but yeah. it's hard to do. It's hard to go there. Right. I've been practicing it for years and I have no fear. I don't, I don't fear death. So that's the main thing. I think if you fear dying, then you, then you'll fear things. Right. But so I, that's another discussion, I guess. I, <laughs> again, I, I've loved our conversation and thank you so much for coming on Ariel. I will put all, everything that we d- referred to the telegram channel, uh, anything that we referred to when I go back and uh, go through the editing on this, I will put it in the show notes. So, okay. Well, Ariel have create a res- wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Likewise. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. If those of you out there who have watched this, liked it, please share it. Both Ariel and I are on Telegram. She's a new earth rising and I will share that. I am a freedom junkie radio and I'm also on other social media as well, but please share and get the word out. We're really this web of open-hearted people who want to shift this world into a place of of love and freedom is a big web and we need to find each other. So Mm. thanks for sharing and thanks for being here. And until next time, ciao. I live better than a king ever did. I live better than a king.